We got a special edition of This Week in Marketing. Today, I am joined by a video social media rock star real estate agent, Taya DiCarlo, and we're gonna break down video, what's working, what's she up to, what are the trends she's paying attention to, and how can you as an agent and your business, whether you're a new agent, an experienced agent, you run a team, whatever your business is, video works for you. And so today's conversation is straight up about her video marketing and what you can learn in terms of applying it to your business. Taya, thanks so much for coming on the show. We're we're here in Dallas together yeah. for the summit. And so we get to do this face to face. It's kind of surreal. I know. I'm right? used to seeing you on a screen. And that I was know. like such an exciting intro. <laughs> I, I, thank you. That's why I gave a little giggle. I was like, oh, rock star. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. So for those watching, and I'm guessing a lot of people watching probably follow you on Instagram or TikTok or some other channel. Tell us who is Tay DiCarlo? Tell us about your business and how you run your business from a marketing standpoint. Yeah, so who I am, um, yeah, I am there. I am a mom of, of two very rambunctious, energetic boys that are now almost six and eight years old, which just sounds weird to say. I have two six and eight-year-old boys, yeah, so nuts. I know exactly. It's nuts. They're crazy. Um, I love them. Yeah, I love them to death, and, but they definitely keep me busy, uh -huh. and I'm in Los Angeles, sunny California, and yeah, my, my business, I've been in this business now for over 11 years okay. and started really taking my video marketing seriously when you and I started coaching yeah. together. Yeah. Um, because I remember you vividly saying, you're like, I think you can handle this criticism that I'm going to give you. Do you remember this? Oh, I remember exactly what happened. <laughs> I, you came into my coaching schedule and I was like, all right, break down your lead sources. Cause I'm kind of analytic. And I yeah. was like, and you're like, well, I do this kind of door knocking and prospecting, which is great. I love it. And then I ask you your background and tell everybody like what your background was before real estate. Yeah. So I, I went to school for journalism, but then I quickly realized realized that I hated doing the news. Um, I, I mean, totally shocker. thought you said, I said I went to the school for generalism. I was oh, like, really? Journalism. Yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as I graduated, I was like, screw it. I'm moving to Los Angeles and I'm going to pursue acting. Yeah. But I kept booking uh, TV hosting jobs. I mean, go figure. And so then there, you know, fast forward to I had my real estate license just as like a safety net. Yeah. And here I am. Well, and then we're coaching together and I don't see video as any part of what you're doing. It was in your dabbling. Marketing you're plan. like, you're dabbling in video. You need to have a regimen. And so it, Taya's Two Cents was born right before the pandemic, which very is very serendipitous if you think about it yeah. because I hired the videographer I did my research with that I was very thoughtful about building the brand coming up with the name of the show because you told me you're like yeah. you can still do your spontaneous on the fly behind the scenes video but give us something that An people anchor. can look forward to yeah. and so I started doing Taya's Two Cents four episodes at a time and dropping them every single week and within I would say three months no one remembered what it was what I was doing before that. All yeah. of a sudden it was like, well, yeah, what's what's next? And now I think we're 70 episodes in. Which is crazy. And so for those who haven't watched Taya's Two Cents, tell them kind of what is the essence of the show and where they can watch it real quick, just for context. Yeah, absolutely. So you can now watch it anywhere. I mean, that was one thing I failed forward, right? I was only on Instagram. And then I got some advice that was like, well, what if someone's not on Instagram? So now it's on LinkedIn, YouTube, my website as like blog posts, yep. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, I mean, you name it, like yeah. Google me. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> it's then, everywhere. And what, so Taya's Two Cents, obviously it's your perspective. I'm acting like, I don't know, I've watched all the episodes, but obviously it's your perspective or yeah. your two cents on issues, I assume around real estate. Around but, real estate. Yeah. It's the knowledge broker. Uh, you know, I don't cater, I love realtors, right? I 
friends with a ton of realtors from around the country. I am well aware that the vast majority of the now like 32,000 people that follow me, which is nuts. Right. I mean, just so everybody understands, like back in 2018, I think I had 800 followers. It was low. It was really low. And the trajectory of that organic growth and my paycheck have been in unison. Did you start Taya's Two Cents in 19 or 20? I can't remember. 20. It, it was, was 20. It was February of 2020. Okay. And that was when I hired the assistant. I went all in. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to do the video. I'm going to get a real assistant, like a salaried payroll assistant, someone with experience. The combination of that with a little bit of old school marketing too. I of mean, course. Let's, let's, let's be real. You have to make your phone calls. Send out emails, yes. phone calls. Yes. yes. All those things. And so it all matters. But Taya's Two Cents is really about educating my clients and future clients. Mm. Hey, this is the process. Here are some mistakes that past clients have made. Um, here's how you can invest. Here's how you can make money. All of those things that people find valuable. Um, now my clients will call me and say, hey, I don't want to list our house in August now because you told me not to. I'm like, oh shit, they're actually watching my videos. But Sorry, that's... Tom, I won't swear anymore. You know, if he's watching <laughs> behind the scenes, like. <laughs> yeah, he is. He knows. Yeah. Tom knows for sure. He knows he's going to have to like censor me on yeah. any podcast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's that's very apropos for the channel in general. <laughs> um, okay, so, but I think what you said is awesome because here you have clients who are following along. I mean, we put a lot of emphasis into, and I'm not dis, like discounting this at all, but buyer presentation, lister pre listing presentation, on-phone skills, those are, those are super impactful. Mm -hmm. But something I've become very aware of, and it's very apparent in your business, is when you build influence and authority as the expert in your field, people start watching. Mm -hmm. And so I would assume when you go to listing presentations or buyer presentations, you can probably save a lot because you've already said a lot. Absolutely. And it's not just uh, it's not just people who know you, right? Because yeah. in the beginning when I first started doing this, some people in my sphere were kind of like tuned out. Yeah. And then before you know it, when you become the authority, when all of a sudden you do have influence, now they're listening even more intently. I mean, I can't escape it now. Like I'll go to the gym at Bay Club in L.A., and I'll be like getting ready in the locker room and someone will walk by me and they're like, hey, Taya, your friends with so-and-so, right? And then they're with their friend. They go, oh, this is Taya. And she goes, oh, I know. I, I watch your videos. She <laughs> goes, when we're ready to buy, you're the only phone call we're going to make. And that right there, I was like, wow, this is something. Because I remember yeah. in the beginning, I thought, who's even watching my videos? And you have this negative talk of like, nobody cares what I have to say. Like, is it just realtors that watch my videos? Does anyone even care? And the answer is, no, it's everybody. Everybody. And are you paying for this or is it organic? I'm not paying for the reach. So the what I pay for is really the production quality, which yeah. was something advice that you gave me in yeah. the beginning. You said, hey, look, Let's you, do it right. Yeah, you could absolutely do videos your own with a tripod. And I did do that for like a year and a half. Um, it was after summit of 2018 that I was like, I'm gonna start doing more video. And then I started investing. So all I really pay for is for someone else to shoot, someone else to edit. I am the creative director yeah. of my marketing. And that is something that I think is an acquired skill. I also think that if you're a creative, yeah, like, like we are, we're yeah. both creative, um, I wanna be the designer. You know, I don't need to be the one who's you know, making the sausage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think you should be excited about your marketing, whatever it is, if it's video, if it's email, if it's uh, door knocking, whatever you're doing yeah. to generate business should give you some sense of, I enjoy doing this. Absolutely. And, and it comes across more genuine and authentic that way. So yeah. I'm not paying for ads. 
I probably should at well, this point. <laughs> we'll, we'll cover that. But the point is, you've grown over 30,000 people on Instagram and beyond to other channels. Yeah. It's clearly not just other agents watching the content yeah. because you have clients who will tell you that they watched and they want to do this. You have mm -hmm. random strangers at the gym who will come up and say they're watching and they want to buy with you. And so I would say your videos, as you give away information about real estate, they're actually like walking billboard advertisements. 100%. Because- a lot of agents think I've got to talk about how to sell this listing or why you should hire me and all that kind of stuff. I don't think I've ever heard you ask for business no. in any of your videos. Never, ever. never. You've I've just never asked for a business. Like so if I do, it's tongue in cheek, Yeah. right? Where I'm like, you know, you should talk to your realtor and then I'll go, I mean, I hope it's me. You know what I <laughs> right. mean? And I try and just, I really lean into the essence of who I am. And as a 40 year old woman now, I know exactly who I am. Yeah. I love the skin that I'm in. I'm perfect. I'm imperfectly perfect. I am flawed. I am. And I, I like that about myself. And I think that now that I'm leaning into that, that attracts more people because you have this layer of vulnerability that makes you more relatable. Yeah. I, I think that. And if I could add to it, I would say your content's just darn good. Thank you. It's, it's good insight. It's good advice. And people start to subscribe to your thought leadership as well. And so they're like, she really knows what she's talking about. And, and yeah. so it's like a walking 24-7 billboard for you. Yeah. Yet you've never asked. And this is a mistake I see in a lot of videos where agents feel, oh, it's an ad. I'm supposed to ask for the business. Hey, if you want to meet, if you want to book an appointment, this or that. And I'm all for having calls to action. But when it comes to video content, if you're going to be like doing organic video the way you are, which we have not defined, how often are you publishing Taya's Two Cents? It's supposed to be every week. Okay. Um, but what's the historical average? I would say every other week, okay. right? <laughs> but I think that, and we're going to talk about where I'm pivoting now. Yeah. Um, but lately, the market's been moving, and so I had a handful of videos that I I called Ricky, my videographer. I go, these aren't relevant yeah. anymore. We got to ditch these. Yeah. And so yeah, it was like lighting money on fire. But you know, I'd rather not post something that's irrelevant. Well, okay. So that leads into another topic. Pretty nicely. I wanted to talk about what are some of the trends you're paying attention to. And these could be trends related to video marketing. It could be trends related to the market itself and real estate. What are you looking at where you're like, okay, I need to make some adjustments mm -hmm. here or I see an opportunity here yeah. just for anybody else who wants to leverage their marketing game? Totally. This was a forced change because Instagram had IGTV for a long time, for which long was time. like, I feel like at that time they were trying to compete with YouTube. Now they're trying to compete with TikTok. So I held on to that long format as long as I could. Like, I, I think pretty that, epically as well. I right. Like the joke was like, long form is dead. Unless except for Taya's Two Cents. <laughs> because my Taya's Two Cents videos, I had one that got 25,000 views. That is insane as far as an organic reach goes. Well, and we should also say that the difference. So a view as measured by Instagram on an IGTV was not the same as a view for a reel. Right. A reel counts a view like the millisecond somebody sees it. It's an right. impression. But an IGTV video was a three second continuous watch before they right. counted it. So getting 25,000 there was probably worth a lot more in terms of reels views, if that right, makes sense. Right, And so it was kind of like, you know, people who got rid got rid of the rotary phone when they yeah. literally didn't make them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's like with me, with short form. So now our last shoot that we just did, um, we meaning Ricky and I, yeah. um, and Derek, he's part of the team too. We've now switched it to the tall, like- Vertical. Yeah, yeah, vertical. So we're shooting wide, but then he's, I'm literally standing in the middle where he's going to edit it and I can be- up and down. So then that way, if we want to keep it for YouTube, we can. So we're not stuck. If that doesn't work, again, we're failing forward. We're going to yeah. be 
rinsing and repeating in trial and error. We're going to figure this out. Um, but now they're no more than a minute. So, and actually it's a lot easier yeah. because I can have an opinion. I can have a thought. We're not doing the, uh, tears to sense. Yeah. Like, sad. We're kind of ditching it. It, it may be at Every the end. Every second counts. Right. It may be at the end as like an overlay. Yeah. But, um, but now it, there's a formula to it. You have to have a hook. You have to be thoughtful. You have to have an opinion. Yeah. There's nothing more annoying. I don't care if it's about real estate or something else. Someone posts something. And they don't write what their opinion is. Right. Like, why did you do that? Like, you just shared something. It's fluff. With, it's fluff. You're literally doing it to check the box to say you did social media. Yeah. Don't do that. So I have a hook. I have an opinion. And then I tell them what they're going to see. Yep. And now I'm reintroducing myself because, as we know, with Instagram, they're trying to be like TikTok. So I'm being exposed to an entirely new world of people who've never met me. They have no context. And so... Instagram is no longer the warm blanket for my ego where it's like full of love and nice comments. Yeah. It's now switched to all of a sudden there's random strangers in my comment section being like, you know, you're an idiot. This yeah. Dumb, trolls this dumb their, chick, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I mean, I won't get into They're going to probably comment say. on us right now. They can um, hear us talking about them right now. And, and they're they coming and, in the comments. Well, and that's why I always say, come at me, bro. <laughs> like on all of my videos, I'm like, if you disagree with me, come at me in the comments. Yeah. And then you just let your loyal likers come to your defense. And if someone's really derogatory, I delete it. Yeah. I'm like, you realize you're on my page, right? I'm the boss. Oh, I think they do. Like, I can delete you. All right. So I hear a couple of trends real quick. So one is just vertical video all the way. Yes. So you've made some adjustments in your in your shooting style, which I thought the way y'all are doing it is super smart, where you basically give yourself enough white space around you so they can crop you out and do a vertical or a horizontal video, whatever they want. That's a super smart efficient way of filming. That's the first trend. But I also want to go, I want to pursue that line of thinking that you were sharing about how algorithms are changing because you're right. Instagram, they ditched IGTV. They're going all vertical videos. Um, reels have a shelf life of 90 seconds to be dubbed mm -hmm. an official reel per right. se, but you're doing under 60 seconds. I assume it's so you can put Watch it everywhere. Time. Yeah. I want to put it everywhere. I want to be YouTube shorts. I want it to be quick, shareable content on Twitter. Um, uh, LinkedIn has become a, a point where yeah. there are people on LinkedIn who do not have social media and they're very proud of the fact that they don't do social yeah. media. Yeah, Those people like I ran into an old high school friend. He goes, oh, I, I watch all your videos on, I'm like, where do you watch them? He goes, on LinkedIn. I know. And you're like, oh, really? Crazy. And he actually was like, do you have any real estate advice for me? Da, da, da. I'm like, are you looking to buy some? Why don't I get, get you connected with an agent in your area? And so there's so many opportunities. And as far as other trends go, I think that that's a huge missed opportunity where people are not taking that content and repurposing it to be everywhere else. And yes, it takes effort. But more importantly, I think that agents are having a hard time inputting the time that it takes to create thoughtful content. Yeah. And and agents have actually asked me, Taya, how do you come up with your ideas? And it's really quite simple. I usually will go into my comment section and if people are asking questions, I will screenshot it and send it to my assistant or my marketing coordinator. And I'm like, this is a future episode. Or um, if I'm at a listing appointment or if I'm at a buyer presentation or if I'm out anywhere and someone asks me a real estate question, I have a note section on my phone and I write it down. Yeah, 100%. And, and it's it's content that is just, it, it's everywhere. And you know the answer to it. How do I know what to say? 
Well, do you know what to say when you go on a listing appointment? Well, there you go. The fact that there's a camera there, all of a sudden you freeze up, right? You can't, if I'm worrying about, I guess I learned this from like my acting training. If I'm in a scene with someone and I'm worried about how I'm standing, how I sound, what I look like, all of a sudden I'm not connecting with you. Right. And the audience can feel that. So I like in this moment right now, there's cameras everywhere. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about connecting with you and like delivering a message and thinking. Like I just pretend like they're not there. Just talk. That's right. No, but I mean, it's yeah. easier said than done. But I really do think that whether you're a veteran agent who's maybe in your 70s or in your late 60s or you're a brand new agent, both of those generations have an insecurity about being on camera. I, I would, I mean, what's the number one fear in life? Isn't it public speaking? And I would say by extension video yeah. or speaking to a camera kind of falls under the same level of ah panic. Yeah, because what are people going to say about me? Right. Which, Am I going to lose clients? Which you have to make an adjustment in your thinking to mm -hmm. say, well, it's not about what they might think or say of me. Yeah. It's about what I'm going to share with them because I care about serving them. And I care about delivering a message that adds value to their lives because I'm trying to provide a service. And yeah. I think that's what you do in your social very well. I also think a lot of agents have a failure to launch because you already said it a second ago, it is a lot of work. Mm -hmm. It requires a lot of discipline, a lot of effort, a lot of you getting your hands dirty, so to speak, in terms of the yeah. creative direction of it. Yes. And so there's this question of, well, is it really worth it? Oh my God, Are, yes. I mean, elaborate, because imagine you're somebody who's running a business and you're like, okay, I know people keep talking about video, but it seems like a lot of work. And I don't want to take my eyes off the prize of what I'm building to pursue what might end up being like a wild goose chase. Yeah. What's the level of confidence you have that every agent should be leveraging video in their marketing? I would ask them this. Could you use another 25 million in sales? They probably could. Because that is the exact number of volume that I did from agent to agent referrals that follow me on Instagram last year. I sold over $50 million worth of real estate last year. And half of that came from agent to agent referrals directly from Instagram. Yep. Where they picked up the phone. They said, hey... And these were listings. These were listings. Got a list to last. I mean, I, I could not believe. And every time it happened, I thought, oh, my God, that's incredible. And the rest of that were sphere of influence, past clients and friends who follow me on Instagram. Yeah. I don't care if they're 65, 70 years old. They're still on social media. I send out my Into the Weekend newsletter every single week that used to have Taya's two cents on it. And now because of your recommendation, yeah. I now send out two emails trending right. this week with Taya yeah. and into the weekend with Taya. And there's valuable content on both. And where there is a little bit of fluff, it's community. Like yeah. I'm really leaning into hyper local. Which is another trend I foresee this year yeah. is a, a recommitment to making local content. I think it's good. Okay. Yeah. So you're getting half your production last year from agent to agent referrals on social because of your videos. Mm -hmm. Yet you get recognized at the gym, at the grocery store by local folks who are watching as consumers, which begs the question, who are you actually making content for? Oh, this, I love this question. I am making content for people I'm going to do business with. It's a good answer. I, I, I really, I'm not, I'm not making content for realtors. Realtors happen to follow me and yeah. I love that. Keep following me. Let's do business. Let's do <laughs> Keep sending referrals. Like, let's do referral business. And I've actually done more outbound referrals too. And before I do an outbound referral, I check their social. I check their website. Right. I do my homework. If they don't have 
that credibility check out there and available to me in the click of a button, I worry. That's a huge point. So like I call that offense versus defense. Some folks are like, hey, my channel's not growing fast enough. I'm not getting enough followers. Why is this not working for me? And I'm like, define not working. Because you don't know what people are, when they Google you, when they look you up and they meet you for the first time and they watch your videos or whatever, they're watching. And on a level, you could say that your social media and your videos are either acting on your behalf or against you. 100%. And what's really interesting is that I have found that whether you're a newer agent, like remember um, Marley Presswood, yeah, when she really, her business blew up, she leaned into social. And when I had a client who was looking to buy an investment property in Charleston, she was the first person that I thought of. Of course. Not only because she's forward facing, meaning she puts her face out there. She does these really beautiful reels with this like trending music that are just pretty cityscape videos. Mm. And then she's like, I don't know what she says, something about living in Charleston. Yeah. Right. But even someone like her who was growing in their business or even Tim Smith, right? The guy sells a shit ton of real estate. Expensive he, ones. He is doing video all the time now. All the time. And I'm so proud of someone like him too. It's like, yeah, he sees the value in it. Someone like Marley in Charleston sees the value in it. And now anytime I have an outbound referral or I know I ask people, I said, what was the difference? Like what made the difference for you to refer me? Whether it's a, a realtor referring me a deal or a client that I'm sitting down with. I'm like, what was the tipping point for you? And they're like, well, I just, I really feel like I trust you. I feel like I've been watching you. I, I was ready to do a deal with you. And when I met with you, you were exactly like you were in the videos. And I feel like I already know you. See, I love that because this is a relationship business. Yeah. It's a know you, like you, trust you business. And there is no marketing format quite like video in terms of conveying the true sense of a person. Right. And so if you're building a brand that's really hinged on you're the one doing the business, I don't see how you circumvent going all in on video, regardless of whether you're Tim Smith or you're Marley Presswood or anybody else in any walk of this business. Yeah. Video to me is kind of unassailable. Yeah, you, you cannot outsource it. You know, you really can't like look at like even Sarah Desmore, right? Like yeah. she's in Miami. She she has videos all the time behind the scenes where she's not just talking about real estate. She shows like, you know, her life with her daughter mm -hmm. and like where she's going and when, when she's traveling, whatever. It's all reminding people subliminally that when I think Miami, I think of Sarah. Yeah. Like immediately. And now she and I have obviously become really good friends. But like that started on Instagram. That's right. That's and, right. You know, if she wasn't making content like that, we wouldn't have gotten to know each other that quickly and, and stay in touch, like on opposite sides of the country. So I think that people can't discount it. You cannot outsource it either. I can't tell you how many agents come to me. They're like, well, I'm really busy selling houses. I get it. Okay. Would you like to sell some more houses? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, would you rather spend two hours prospecting old school or four hours door knocking? Or would you rather invest like as you go along through your day, collect yeah. your notes on video ideas. I shoot once a month. It's called content banking. Glenda Baker does it. I do it. I know Katie Zach Day does it. Katie Day, like the whole gang, right? We all content bank because we are out there helping our clients the vast Bingo. majority of the time. I'm not sitting and recording video every single day. And I think that's a big misconception from new agents, from veteran agents. They think, wow, well, you know, easy for Taya, like she's out there shooting content all the time. I'm not. I make you think I am. 
And that's the power of it. I, yeah. This has been this has been a jam-packed episode with a lot of value. Well, you know me, I could talk for. I know. I got one more thing I want to go deep <laughs> on. I got, so I got two questions. I want to talk more about some algorithmic changes and what that means for you. And then I'm going to ask you to give us like a last bit of advice. Okay. So go back to where you were a moment ago, where you said Instagram is becoming a lot more like TikTok. TikTok's algorithm is really based upon the interest of the viewer. So mm -hmm. it's not it's not so much about who you follow. It's about are you interested in stand-up comedy? Are you interested in makeup videos? What do you want to watch right now? And they're going yeah. to serve you videos from creators regardless of whether or not you follow those people. Right. Well, now Instagram Reels is becoming a lot more like that, which means, and this has always been the case with Reels, they're mostly consumed by non-followers. Mm -hmm. So what does that do to anybody who's making content on social media? How does that change your content strategy? Well, at first, it made me kind of sad yeah. and disappointed because... Uh, my my viewers look forward to seeing the videos and they get those videos. But now I see it as an opportunity yeah. because I'm being exposed to an entirely new audience that had no idea who I was before. And so now that's affecting our strategy because I have to reintroduce myself, mm. right? And that doesn't mean that at the start of every video, I'm like, hi, I'm Taya DiCarlo. And no, no, no. Like it doesn't work yeah. for me, right? I It's the same formula. It's just compacted. So I have my quick hook. Mm. I have a, which is a strong opinion. Yes. Right? Like a, an example of that would be like, I never pay for staging. That's a great strong opinion That's or statement. Of, and that was one of my most watched Taya's Two Cents videos, right? Well, now we can repurpose some of our content by compacting it into 60 seconds or less, have a strong opinion, remind people of just my name really quickly, right? I'm Taya and this is just my two cents. Yeah. So it's not gospel. It's just my opinion. Yep. And then I support my opinion. And then I ask the audience to engage with me. That's good Send this to a friend. That's right? a great format. And that's it. And honestly, I actually like this new format better because Taya's Two Cents was sometimes five minutes long. Yeah. And I would have these really like thought out opinions, examples, whatnot. And it was really fun to shoot, but it was exhausting. Well, now when we just shot, we did eight videos instead of four. Well, and now you got YouTube Shorts, which... I don't know if you've realized this, but on YouTube, like if I look at my YouTube channel analytics, right, right now I'm getting most views through shorts when before it was my horizontal long form interesting. videos. And what else is interesting is when I look at those videos, the shorts, they are mostly discovered in search. So oh. I actually see a massive searchability discovery kind of play for YouTube shorts. We'll talk more about it on the show. Yeah, but I think that people need to think when you put on your content creator hat, your, yeah. your director hat, I think you need to ask yourself, right? What's my objective? Who's my audience, right? The consumer. What's my objective to yeah. educate, to help, to add value, right? For free, right? And then you want to know, is this shareable? Right? Like, is this shareable? Like mm -hmm. you said, like when, when you show up in someone's for you page, I was telling you the example of the woman who does makeup for people over 40. Right. <laughs> yeah. But like, now I'm into that. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I want to, I want to learn how to do my makeup for someone my age, right? And so that's shareable. I've sent this woman's videos to like 10 of my friends. And I want my real estate content to be the kind of content where mm. someone goes, I gotta send this to somebody. That is such good advice. Thank you. It wor I mean, it works. Like, But that's where you have to just come from value. And then that way, when the haters hate, right? You're like, well, I know that I made this video to be a contribution to someone. So it's, there's always going to be someone who's going to hate. There's always going to be someone who thinks you're annoying, doesn't like you, whatever. That's just the world. That's the world. But I'm not trying to please a mob. 
I'm not trying to convince people to like me. Yeah. I'm doubling down on the people who are like, I like her. Cool. You're my people. I will talk to you. The rest of them can go find their person. Yeah, that's right. A hundred percent. That's that's tremendous value right there. I love like that's a good insight to wrap up on is is this content shareable? And and if it is shareable, then that's the tribe I'm trying to attract, yes. not all the trolls, so to speak. Yeah. Okay, Taya, tell them where they can connect with you online before we bounce. Yeah, you can connect with me anywhere, but mostly on Instagram and TikTok at okay. Taya DiCarlo. All right. This has been just an amazing episode. If you're new to the channel, make sure you head on over to that big red subscribe button, tap it, hit the bell notification next to it. So you get alerts whenever we do interviews like this or publish content just like this, that's designed to help you level up your real estate business. We want to see you win in this business. So until next week, this is This Week with Taya DiCarlo in marketing. Have a good one, everybody.